0: So I saw a quote a few months back that said, instead of buying your kids all the things you never had, try teaching them all the things you were never taught. And that really resonated with me because I thought back to all the lessons I didn't learn until I was an adult that would have been really helpful to know when I was like six or seven or 15. So for the last few months, I've been engaged in an exercise that I call helping them grow with gut. So obviously, most people realize that your gut instinct, as we call it, is really just a system of super advanced subconscious calculations that go on in your brain without you really being aware of it. And all of these calculations are based on data that have been fed into your brain over the course of your life and from your genetics. So your brain's calculating your decisions and really making the decisions before you're even aware it's made. So it follows then that if you're never taught how to make a rational decision or how to reason through something or how to make a decision that takes into consideration the needs and feelings of other people, you wouldn't know how to do that. So your gut's not gonna be very reliable, at least if you're looking for consistently positive outcomes from your decision-making. The results of this have been significant enough that I've had some comments come from other parents, friends, family members, and they've asked what we were doing differently. uh, Just based on their observation, of my relationship with my kids being different and then their own individual behaviors and outlooks on things too. So I jotted down a few steps to share with you guys and I think that if you implement this practice in your lives and in your parenting and maintain it consistently, you'd really be surprised at the outcome. We've seen great results and I think that they can get even a lot better if you maintain this over time and I hope to do that. When done right, I think this exercise can totally overhaul the culture in your household and create a lot better growth environment for you and your family. So what can you hope to accomplish? So teaching your kids mindfulness, uh, awareness of their actions, their decisions, their thoughts and their emotions moment to moment. These days kids have iPads and iPhones and all kinds of stuff going on and they're in a constant state of distraction. And so they tend to make decisions that they don't really think about. They don't tend to make a whole lot of sense. One of the primary objectives of this exercise, and what I think it does a good job of accomplishing, is teaching kids to be more aware of what they're doing moment to moment. How are they feeling? What are they doing? What's going into their decision making process? All that stuff. It also teaches them to be more patient and tolerant and considerate of others, which obviously just makes it better for everybody. They'll handle challenges and conflict in life in a healthy, rational way, something that's lacking with kids across the board these days and most adults. And it's going to build confidence in their own judgment and their own sense of self because they're going to be empowered to make decisions on their own and be taught how to make good ones. No kid wants to make bad decisions, we just don't do a very good job as parents of teaching them how to make the right ones. We think we do and we try, but we just don't. Every kid is different, so they need to be taught differently. But if you can at least teach each kid how to be rational and responsible and considerate of others and more tolerant and more patient and how to deal with conflict and challenges better, they're going to be happier and they're going to be a lot more successful in life because they know how to handle things. And they know how to deal with it when people don't agree with them. This world is fucked because that is an issue globally. They're also going to learn that nobody's perfect, especially mom and dad. That may be a problem for you, but it shouldn't be. A lot of parents are afraid for their kids to know that they're not perfect, but I think it's important. Because once kids think that you're perfect, they get really disappointed and down on themselves whenever they're not. It's just not a realistic goal to strive for. And I think that we set up unrealistic expectations for our kids, and we're kind of setting them up for failure. So in this, you're going to be working with your kids through this exercise. And they're going to realize that it's okay to admit whenever you're not doing things right. It's better to change and try to adopt a more effective operating system than just to keep doing shit the way you've always been doing it, no matter how messed up it is. And probably the coolest and most important effect that I've noticed from this exercise is that the relationship I've got with my kids has grown tremendously and become a lot more rich and dynamic and we, we interface on a whole different level than we did before because we're engaging each other. And while trying to teach adults to be more logical or rational or open-minded is probably an exercise in utility, kids are surprisingly good at it. Like they pick it up and they get it. They understand the concept of being considerate of other people once they understand it. And you just explain it to them in a way that they get and they won't let go of that. As long as you keep that as part of your theme and your culture and your household, they're going to keep living up to that expectation because it won't make any sense not to. So for starters, you're going to need to conduct a self-assessment. So you want to really look at the things that jump out at you pertaining to your relationship with your kids and see what could be improved on and make note of those things. Could you be more patient more tolerant could you pay attention a little bit better when they want your attention and you're busy doing something else i certainly could most of the time next you're going to want to jot down all those awesome lessons you didn't learn until you were an adult that you wish you would have been taught when you were like 10 or 15. jot that stuff down and then condense it into little simplified packets or lessons or aphorisms that you can teach to them aphorisms are super powerful tools that you can use to simplify complex ideas in a way that's easy to retain for a kid. And I guess now that I think about it, really everybody understands aphorisms better than they do complex ideas, that's why they exist. And once you've got all that figured out, move forward to step two. Discussing the exercise with your kids. Super important, I think. Kids need to know that there's gonna be a change in the culture, and if you do it right, the culture should change so noticeably that they're gonna notice it whether you mention it or not. So I think it's important to sit them down and have a conversation with them. This does a couple of things. It allows you to outline the expectations of the exercise. So as you're going through this exercise and implementing this new culture in your household, they're gonna understand the expectations that you have for them and they're gonna know what to expect from you. I can be short and snappy with my kids whenever I'm busy with work and other stuff. I'm working on it, but it is a thing. So I noticed about a week into this exercise that my kids were still responding to me in a way that they were used to responding to me and they were anticipating me responding to them in the usual way too. They didn't know that I was trying to work on being more patient or more tolerant or any of that stuff. But they felt a difference in the household. So we sat down and we talked about it. So I explained to them that I'm trying to be more patient and more tolerant with them and more engaged with them. And most importantly, I made myself accountable to them. So I actually empowered my kids to call me out when I come at them with some bullshit. So I think as parents, sometimes we get way too caught up in the roles that we play with our kids. They don't have to just walk around being little zombies saying yes ma'am and no ma'am and yes sir and no sir. They deserve our time, our affection, our respect, our consideration, and the vast majority of the coping skills that they develop to go through life with are going to come directly from us. So we need to be a lot more mindful of how we respond to and engage our kids, and especially when it comes to teaching them the lessons that they need to go through life. So step three, create a vocabulary that's conducive to this whole new cultural change for you and your family. None of this is going to work if they don't understand the basic concept of certain words, like what it means to be considerate, or responsible or open-minded or intolerant or tolerant, patient or impatient. These are all things they need to understand. You need to create a vocabulary and teach your kids these words and get them to use them in sentences and you use them more often. Try to move these concepts and words to the forefront of your psychology and theirs. This is also where aphorisms are super helpful. So growing up in my house, the word responsibility was a big concept, and it was always being drilled home by my dad. But even though I sort of acted in accordance with someone who does understand the concept of responsibility, I couldn't define it for anybody, probably until a year ago or so. And I came up with an aphorism to share with my kids. And it's been awesome to see how well their uptake has been in understanding the concept of responsibility just because we packaged it in a simple, memorable aphorism. Doing what you know you should without being told to. And so whenever they drop the ball and they don't pick up their room, or they don't do their homework or they don't feed the dog, instead of getting angry or upset or frustrated or snappy or anything else, I just ask them, hey guys, what's the definition of responsibility? And they get all mopey and mumble it out to me. But they've gotten better about doing what they need to do and being more responsible and having to repeat that definition back to me less and less over the last few months. And now they actually brag and have contests to see who can be more responsible and pick up their room without being asked or picking up the bathroom when they get out of the shower. It's super cool. Use your aphorisms. Come up with some cool ones and share them with your kids. Stuff that they'll remember and that they'll like and be able to apply. Step four, implement and engage. So, super important here. You've got to engage your kids. This doesn't work if you're a parent who's super hands-off. But if you're that kind of a parent, I don't really know that anything's going to work. I mean, they're kids, right? So, for starters, once you kick this thing off, start asking questions. Sit down with your kids and talk to them about decisions that they're going to make or things they have coming up in life whether it's what kind of cereal to eat in the morning or what kind of cartoons to watch or what to spend their afternoon time doing after school, whether it's playing video games or going outside. Ask them questions and see what kinds of decisions that they're making and see what goes into those decisions. So when you consistently engage your kids and ask them questions about what they're up against and how they're coming to certain decisions, then you can go back and look forensically at the decisions that they've made and go over those results with them. Super neat process. And then also under implementation and engagement, Reward progress. So anytime the kids do something that they should be doing in this exercise, acknowledge it, even if you don't reward it. So I don't give my kids an allowance for keeping their room clean or doing their laundry. They get that keeping your living space clean is just part of what you do. You have pride in where you live. I think that's part of what's wrong with a lot of kids today is that we've rewarded them for doing the bare minimum, just doing the fundamentals that everybody should do to be a successful, productive person in life. And then when they don't get a pat on the back for paying their electric bill, they don't get it. And so we have a bunch of pouty, whiny bitches. You don't want your kids to be pouty, whiny bitches, do you? Good. So put a jar on the counter and drop a dollar in it every time one of your kids does something empathetic or something thoughtful or considerate of others. It helps. We need to show them that there is reward in being a good person, not just picking up your own shit out of your floor. We've got to get past that. Kids have got to understand that there are basic things you've got to do to be a decent person, like not lying, cheating, stealing, or whatever else, and then picking up your bedroom and brushing your teeth and all the basic stuff. Like, you don't get paid for that. What are you even talking about? So then finally, it's important to remember that you gotta maintain this to some extent, right? So your little kids are gonna take a lot more frequent engagement and reminder of the different aphorisms and definitions and all that stuff, but this is no different than anything else. I mean, kids these days play video games and figure shit out that I never could. Kids are a lot smarter than you think. You just gotta try to teach them in a way that they understand. But unlike sending them to clean their room or take out the trash or do their homework, this actually requires that you as a parent engage your kids. Fucking scary, right? And then just make sure that you remember at all times why you started this in the first place. To give your kids a tool set to deal with life the healthiest way they possibly can. There's so many people walking around that can't handle conflict. They can't be challenged on anything that they believe. Everything hurts their feelings. If someone doesn't like them, they can't cope with it. Suicide rates are out of fucking control nationally because kids don't know how to handle this stuff. We've got to engage our kids and we've got to give them the right tools to engage the world and face the challenges that life's gonna bring them. So that's all I've got guys, thanks for watching. Uh, please comment below and share with somebody who might be interested. Shoot me a thumbs up if you liked it, um, and if you didn't, just uh, watch it again. Subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at E3Talk. And that's pretty much it. Thanks a lot guys, take care and go have a kick ass day. Welcome to the Loony